you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. It is time for another edition of the podcast here with Phil Putney. Thanks so much for checking out our program. Phil's a CPA and a personal financial specialist at AFS Wealth Management. And here with me, as always, to talk about investing, finance, and retirement. What's going on, buddy? How are you this week? I'm doing great. Doing great. Rocking and rolling? Yeah, anything, absolutely. Anything Getting exciting? Back into the spring things now, enjoying the, the little bit cooler weather. and Just so. slightly, just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, anything, one of my uh, favorite times of the year. I start to, to love getting into the fall. Yeah. Anything fun going on? Anything anything new happening that's uh, uh, had any more adventures with the with the grandkids or anything? Yeah. Actually, my uh, my oldest grandson is going to be turning four. So we're oh. heading down to Disney Ooh, we're gonna see, yeah. see the mouse for his birthday in October. So looking gotcha. forward to that. We, uh, we used to take our kids when they were growing up um, pretty much every year. That was kind of their reacquaintance with dad, so to speak, after tax season back when I was doing the full-time CPA work and uh, would just work crazy hours during tax season. So in April or in May, after it was over, we'd go down to, to Disney. We got a timeshare down there. So yeah, yeah so looking forward to it. Cool. We haven't, we haven't been cool. down in a few years. and Got to go it's see always, the mouse. It's always better with the, the kids. You know, right. They, oh, yeah. See their expressions and have them experience it. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure. Got to go uh, Got to go uh, feed the mouse. Boy, that, that mouse is... That, that's right. That's he's right. Got, a, he's and, got a voracious he appetite. He needs a lot of food. He's yeah, expensive now. He does. That's for sure. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's get into our program this week. I actually wanted to ask you about the, the Fed hike and, the, and all that stuff. Obviously, there's been yeah. more discussion about a, another... I mean, that we had the quarter point. Uh, a little while back, and there's been more conversation about um, more rates moving, hikes moving forward, or cuts, I should say, not hikes. How does this affect us as individual investors? And I, you know, I hear they're saying, well, maybe we're going to cut it again so that the holiday shopping season continues to stay spurned on, and all these different kinds of things. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's funny because I don't think people realize, or maybe they're starting to realize more, how much manipulation that the the Fed plays into kind of market conditions and things like that. So it concerns me, I guess, to some extent, because the reality, if you look back to the last big correction, you know, one of the, the things that helped us start to turn the corner and get out of it was the Fed's lowering interest rate, kind of spurring the economy on and, you know, encouraging borrowing and growth and things like that. Well, I mean, there's not a whole lot of place they can go if, if we or when we get into the next correction. So, I mean, that's what they've been trying to do is raise it reload the gun so to speak you know, right if, if they needed to do something again so um that's i don't know we'll, we'll see yeah it's one of those things in the market you never know well and we'll see how things kind of play out you know i was i was talking with somebody the other day uh, i do a lot of shows and things of that nature podcasts and radio programs and uh we were talking just about the market in general and and sort of the resiliency of it if you will um just and not and not just the like the full 10 year you know kind of run but just like the last two years really uh, maybe two and a half and how it seemed I, I i likened it to um rocky balboa you know like it it seems like every time you think this market is beat down for the count and gets back up again comes back up <laughs> yeah, absolutely i mean it just keeps coming back yeah but i think the thing that always comes to me when i look at the market you know and talking about the race i mean it caused the last little 
downturn we went into or one of the things in the, the fourth quarter, but right. is how quickly it reacts. I mean, that just tells me the market's kind of sitting on these pins and needles. Oh, yeah, yeah, it comes back pretty quick, but I mean, it's it reacts pretty quick to whatever the economic or, you know, political or whatever change it is. Right, so, right. It's on eggshells kind of thing. Yeah, which it, it concerns me going forward because I think once we get into that next correction, it's going to come on us pretty quick. So. That's true. That is a good point to think about. So that's uh, certainly interesting. Well, that's our news bit to kick off the podcast. Let's turn our attention towards our main topic. And this week's main topic, we're going to talk about um, the final decade, if you will, before retirement. And although that title seems a little misleading, it seems a little, uh, I don't mean like the final decade of life. <laughs> it just mean the, right, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just mean the, uh, the final decade before retirement. Uh, since uh, in honor of the Lions, maybe what we'll do is we'll call it uh, the red zone, the financial red zone. And that's a term that I think has been around for a long time. A lot of people know that, probably familiar yep. with it. But if you're not, the financial red zone is is really the uh, the ten year period leading up to retirement, and really the ten years after retirement, the first ten years, um, kind of like you know in football the twenty yard line down to the end zone there. So that's kind of why they do that. So I've got a couple of bullet points here, Phil. I'm going to just give you a couple things for us to think about when we are hitting that final decade to uh, closing in to stop working. Um, first and foremost, just deciding what's important. If you're working with an advisor, definitely having these conversations with not only your spouse uh, and yourself, but also with your advisor to decide what's important. Give us some things to think about. Yeah. I mean, as you, you look at it, I mean, first is you got to understand or start to come to the realization of what does retirement look like to me? What do I want to do? I'm maintain your current lifestyle. You do to a lot of travel or their hobbies. You know, are you more active in the first 10 years? You know, what do you, what does it look like? What are we trying to, to accomplish? And it's different for everyone, you know. Um, too often I hear, well, whatever my money lets me do. Well, yeah, that's great, but are you going to let your money drive your decisions? I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully you've got an idea of what we want to do and then start working through the numbers. You know, And it doesn't always work out. And that's where you got to start saying, okay, well, we could spend a little more, maybe, you know, or work a little longer? How does all these different pieces work to, to get it to the plan that you want? You know, but it starts with what do you really want to do? What's important to you? Right. Okay. So good step to start. I'm again, have the conversations, personal choices. There's no right or wrong answers, but you do nope. need to have these because uh, if you listen to our prior podcast last week or two weeks ago, um, we kind of talked about, you know, the air travel and how, you know, the pilot doesn't just wait till he gets up in the air to decide, uh, make all these decisions about, you know, where they're going and how to get there in the plane. So same kind of thing. You don't want to just wait till retirement to make all these decisions about, uh, what you would like your retirement to look like. So then you want to move into, okay, well now we've got kind of a, a rough idea of what it, we want it to look like. Now we need to know the numbers. So looking in the financial mirror and, you know, maybe kind of being honest with yourself and saying, okay, what are our numbers? What do we have to work with? Absolutely. And it's, I mean, you, you need to do that early on, not uh, six months before you plan on retiring because there's some things you can change if you, if you catch it early on and realize that maybe you haven't saved enough, you know, or that's when you can start to, to realize, okay, well, I can save a little more, spend a little less in retirement, make that adjustment if you have enough time. You know, if you don't, then you're you're limiting that. How much debt do you have? You know, it's we get into client discussions of the mortgage, you know. So should I start spending more money towards paying down that mortgage so that when I hit retirement now I don't have it? Or, you know, maybe I should just pay the minimum and go ahead and just treat the mortgage as an expense in retirement. You know, but it all comes back to really knowing your specific numbers and how much do you spend, what do you have? 
Well, Phil, a lot of people will say, oh, man, that's like sounds like a budget. I don't want to do a budget. <laughs> it, it's funny. It, it it comes up all the time in, in uh, like my classes. We teach um, college classes on uh, Social Security and retirement and taxes and things and Medicare. Um, and one, one of the worksheets we hand out is, is a budget. Um, and I do that just for people to start to put their mind around, okay, I've got to start thinking how much I'm spending. But the reality is what we look at it because no one budgets. I mean, it just, it doesn't, people don't like it. You know, a few people do, but not many. And we always come back to, let's see your tax returns. Cause that'll tell me the whole story right there. Cause on a tax return, I can say, okay, here's how much you made. Here's what your taxes were. So this is how much net you had left at the end of the year. You either did one of two things with it. You either spent it or you saved it. Right. You know? So what happened? And that's where we always start because that'll tell the real story. So if you're trying to maintain a current lifestyle, that's where to start is, okay, how much are you netting today? What are you taking home? And then are you saving it or are you spending it? Because if you're not saving it, it's being spent somewhere. Because when you, when you it, comical thing to me is always when somebody fills out that budget worksheet, mm-hmm. it's always like a third less than the reality when you look at the tax <laughs> right. return. Right, you know, right, like, yeah. But in fact, I just had a conversation with a, um, a client this morning, and, and that was a question, what do you need? $1,000. dollars thousand dollars a month. <laughs> yep, that's, that's, that's my it? basic expenses. Okay. Right. So we looked at the tax return. It was three. 3200 a month is what they're spending. That's, that's funny. You know, so it, it's not, yeah, you've got to really understand the reality of what is the number. Well, and that's important information, uh, and that's so it's so good that we're doing this here on the podcast. Uh, so, a couple of great things about a podcast, obviously, is uh, if uh, if you don't have time to listen to the whole thing, you can obviously uh, come back to it at another time. You can rewind, play, whatever. It's a little bit more at your convenience to do so. And of course, uh, make sure that you go check out the podcast and subscribe to it if you haven't. If maybe this was shared with you or whatever, uh, you can do so at afswealthmgt.com. That's afswealthmgt.com. Uh, that's Phil's website. And under the resources tab, you'll see where it says Phil's podcast. So check that out as well. And we talk about a lot of these things because it's important. I mean, like, and a budget doesn't necessarily mean, um, oh, I'm living on a budget. It just means you're kind of getting some things together. Because again, we're talking about the final decade here. So just getting some numbers together. So you kind of know your numbers in the final 10 years leading up towards retirement. So you have some ballparks to work off of. And then you're going to use those, those uh, income streams to find out where you stand with all the those numbers. So let's talk about estimating some of those income streams. Yeah. So that's always the formula, right? What do we need? And then, okay, what sources of income do we have? Social security, pensions, annuities. There's a lot of different types of income. Maybe you're going to, you know, work part-time kind of phase into retirement. All that comes into play. And then how do you maximize the income? You know, social security is a big one. We always work through the numbers with clients and we look just at social security by itself to say, well, what do we get? How do we get the most out of social security? What's the maximum benefit, so to speak. But then you've got to take that in light of everything else and say, well, for you, what's the right strategy though? Cause it might not be that maximum strategy based on all your other numbers, pensions, kind of the same thing. You know, I mean, a lot of times today you've got an option of taking the pension as an income could be different ways of, Single life just for the the owner's life. It could be a joint life and survivorship. I mean, there's a lot of options. Or you could take a lump sum. You know, what's the right choice? Well, there's a lot of pieces that go into that decision. Taxes is a big one that comes into the pension that we always look at because if we can take a lump sum, roll it into an IRA, maybe we can better control taxes in the future. So all of them are different pieces you have to look at. You know, it's it's um, now there's no cookie cutter, one size fits all. 
Right. No, exactly. So you're moving through the pieces here. You're going through this final decade. Okay, so you've decided what's important. You've looked at the numbers. Maybe you've done a little budget just to get an idea. Uh, You've estimated these income streams, whether you're lucky enough to have a pension, if there's an annuity, some rental income, uh, some part-time work maybe, lots of different things. Now you got to be smart and get the handle on Healthcare. Uh, you do not want to be remiss on this one and just stick your head in the sand because this one will certainly bite you. Yeah, I mean, healthcare is um, to some people kind of a shock when they get to retirement, especially if you've had a really good healthcare plan through your employer, you know, and all of a sudden that ends at retirement. A lot of employers maybe used to offer some kind of retiree healthcare, but many of them are getting out of that business like they are the pension business and no longer offering that. So now all of a sudden you're forced into this whole world of Medicare, you know, and different options. And in fact, we teach a class on that called the ABDCs of Medicare, which is kind of a play on words because we've got Medicare A and B, that's the governmental plan, but they've got a lot of uh, co-pays and and deductibles, holes, so to speak, that you have to fill. So how do you supplement that with a a supplemental plan or a lot of options there? You know, so it's really, again, coming back to knowing what the options are. How do I use healthcare? What does it look like for me? What are my options? And then how do I want to handle that? And then the one that is a lot of times overlooked is what about long-term care? You know, what happens if you need that extended care? And that's something that some people think Medicare, they're going to take care of that, but it really doesn't. And it's very limited times that they will cover any kind of true nursing type of care. So you've got to, again, build a plan for, for what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the costs are only rising, right? So you're not doing yourself any benefits by ignoring it. I mean, it's a scary thing. When we're we're building out our financial plan, we actually increase anything healthcare related at twice the rate of inflation, which is the reality. I mean, if you look at long-term care expenses, I think the last statistic I saw was close to 7% is what they've been increasing at. Right. I don't know about in your area, but in our area, these extended care facilities and you know senior facilities are going up everywhere because the, the need is there and it's just the, the costs are rising so you've got to build that into the plan and we stress test it is what we call it to say okay what happens if that happens you know how are you going to pay for that what what happens to the surviving spouse is the biggest concern of long-term care so right exactly so yeah you've got to have these conversations with uh, yourself. Again, this is a 10-year window we're talking about, right? So we're talking about if you're getting ready to yep. head into retirement, have the conversation with yourself, with your spouse, with your family, all those things you need to do, but then also have that conversation with your advisor. Uh, and if you're working with an advisor who may be specialized more in the accumulation side and you're looking to maybe talk with someone who's more about the preservation side, uh, you know, then give Phil a call, have a conversation, get a second opinion even. Uh, nothing wrong with doing that, especially the, that final 10 years before retirement. And that's what we're talking about here today on the program. So you can reach out to Phil at 248-888-7530 if you have questions. 248-888-7530. You can also just go to his website at afswealthmgt.com. That's afswealthmgt.com. And uh, you can check out Phil there. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources on the website. As well as under resources, you can click on the podcast link and a subscribe to the show that way. All right, final piece here on this, and that's just understand, Phil, that uh, through retirement, you know, your needs are going to change. Like your retirement plan should evolve, and it should kind of be like a living document, if you will, in my opinion. It needs to evolve the way you're going to evolve through retirement. It's not just to set it and forget it. 
Absolutely. And I mean, it does. Um, and I always tell my client, I mean, we've got to kind of plan for it all the way through, right? And, and run the numbers to see, does it work? How do we maximize income, minimize taxes and, and get your best strategy together? But at the end of the day, things are going to change throughout it. You know, travel is probably one of the most common ones that will, as we're working with clients, they say, yeah, you know, we're going to travel, but probably going to be the first 10 years because, you know, once we reach 70, 75, I don't know that we're going to feel like doing all this travel. So they want to do a lot of that in the beginning, you know, but then ultimately maybe in those later stages now, unfortunately, healthcare is starting to pick up and there's more costs there. You know, so just understanding what the various stages of retirement look like and then what happens if either of you passes away? Because um, at some point, you're probably going to be left with a scenario where one of the, the spouses is a survivor uh, um, and the other is passed and there's a lot of things that change. So you've got to really understand what that looks like. You've got to look at all these things. And it's not just, you know, it's not just, again, it's like the red zone. It's it's the 10 years leading up to it. It's the 10 years uh, after retirement and hopefully a whole lot more, right? Because hopefully you're going to live, you know, a long time in retirement. Absolutely. And, and that's, I think some people, when they look at retirement planning and they think, oh, it's all going to change anyway, so why bother? And But you need to at least have a plan. You've got to run the numbers to see, does it work? You know, does my idea of retirement work? And then keep adjusting it along the way. I mean, it's a guide. It's a, it's a you know, we talked a couple of podcasts ago about flight plans. Same thing. I mean, it's here's what we're going to do. But hey, things are going to happen along the way. Maybe we're going to have to make a change. And that's the flexibility you have to make sure you got built into your plan that that can happen. What you need to begin with and what do you have and how does it all work? Well, and that's the key, right? How does it all work? How does it all pull in there together? Uh, and so that's why you, hopefully you're checking out Phil's tax hacks and other retirement facts. We talk about all these things on the podcast, hopefully giving you a useful nugget of information. Uh, Phil's been doing this for almost 30 years. Uh, so a great resource for you to tap into here in the Metro Detroit area. He's got his office in Farmington Hills. So go check him out on the web at AFSWealthMGT.com. That's AFSWealthMGT.com. Dot com, And we'll finish off our uh, show this week with an email question at the website. And it's from Elizabeth and Novi. And Elizabeth says, I'm retiring in six months and I'm really worried about what will happen if we have another market downturn or crash before I get to the finish line. Do you think I'll be okay for six more months? <laughs> well, unfortunately, my, my crystal ball is a little foggy right now. So I, I can't tell you. The reality is if you look at where we're at in a market cycle, we're closer to the top than we are the bottom. Let's put it that way. I mean, at some point, we're going to go through another correction. I, I tell most of my clients that are in a 20 to 30 year retirement, you're probably going to see two, maybe three market corrections if historical timeframes play out. So you've got to plan for this up and down movement in the, the portfolio, but yet you can't go too conservative with all the money because you've got to plan for long-term inflation too. So you, at the end of the day, it comes down to having a strategy. We personally, we bucketize the money. So we're making sure we've got money we're spending in a very conservative low risk, low volatility type investment, but yet keeping up with inflation. But then we have other money set aside for long-term growth to help our clients keep up with long-term inflation. So you've got to have some kind of a strategy. And that's the difference between working with an advisor that is focused more on that, that spending stage versus the accumulation stage of retirement. 
All right, folks. Well, that's our podcast for this week. We appreciate your time. Uh, again, don't forget to share this. You can share it on Facebook or uh, Twitter or whatever kind of social platforms you use. When you when you go to the link there and you go uh, from from Phil's website, you'll see it brings up another a page there, another web page, and that's the podcast page. And you'll see all the different episodes. And uh, there's little boxes there right below the player where you can play the podcast. Uh, and there's different ways to share it on different platforms and so on and so forth. So we would certainly appreciate that if, if you know somebody who might benefit from it. Uh, send it over to them. Let them listen to it. And maybe they'll find a useful nugget of information as well. And of course, as always, make sure that you always check with a qualified professional before you take any action. Like Phil Putney, he's a CPA and a personal financial specialist at AFS Wealth Management, serving the Detroit metro area, AFSWealthMGT.com. Phil, buddy, have a great week and I will talk to you soon, okay? Sounds great. Have a great week, Walter. We'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.